Thanks for hitting play today on this episode of the Brainwell Podcast. It's your host, Victoria, and this one is all about finishing the year strong and finishing well. I feel like a lot of us are still trying to recover from last year, and the fact that a whole nother year has gone by is really just tough to wrap our minds around. But the fact is, it's here, and we are on the brink of a brand new year, and I want to make sure that not only we finish up this year well as entrepreneurs, but also that we would head into the new year strong and ready to show up confident. So with that, let's dive in. You're listening to the Brandwell Podcast, the business podcast for side hustlers and creative entrepreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. Your host, Victoria Marcoulier, is a wife, mama, and the owner of a branding studio she built from the ground up, Brandwell. With each episode, Victoria and her guests share the behind the scenes of how they built their dream career and give you the expert advice you'll need to build yours. Learn how to show up confidently online as we cover everything from social media, website strategy, email marketing, and a little bit of that entrepreneur life in between. Here's your host, Victoria Marcoulier. All right, so this episode is coming out on November 24th, which means we are only one day away from Thanksgiving, 30 days away from Christmas, and 37 days away from an entirely new year. Just let that sink in. And you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, Christmas is in 30 days and I haven't bought a single gift. (laughs) Yes, you should get on that. But more importantly, I want to really just reflect on um, where we are at in business, kind of some of the goals that we had set earlier in the year, where we're at with those, and then figuring out how to make the most of the last 37 days of 2021. So at this time in the year, it is really easy to want to hit pause on work and mentally just check out until the new year. But I want to encourage you, just from one entrepreneur to another, keep going. And what do I mean by keep going? Let's talk about this because first I want to say what I don't mean. I don't mean that you need to run yourself ragged and work straight through the holidays and never stop to reflect and be grateful or simply just to take time for yourself. Goodness knows we need this. Um, As entrepreneurs, there's no longer... PTO days to cash in at the end of the year. I know at every job that I've worked prior to owning Brandwell, I saved up a lot of days to use around the holidays, and then it was just so nice to clock out both physically and mentally and not think about work for a while, but we don't really get the luxury of doing that, and probably we haven't taken many unpaid days off throughout the year either as entrepreneurs, just because it's really hard to separate ourselves from our businesses when our businesses are our babies. So you deserve rest, and rest is really, it's so good for our mind and our soul, and in some ways, rest is even really good for our businesses. Um, Finishing well does not mean that you cannot rest, but it does mean that you can't give up. You can't quit just because it's the end of the year and you're tired. You can't quit just because you set a goal at the beginning of the year and maybe you came nowhere near hitting it. You can't quit because the social media game and the constant algorithm changes have you feeling defeated. Um, You can't quit because someone you don't even know online took a jab at you. (laughs) You can't quit because maybe the growth is slow and everyone else seems to have better luck than you. Quitting is just not an option, so let's take it off the table. And I'm telling you this, this little bit of tough love, because it's what I need to hear myself at the end of every year, pretty much. 
All of the things that I just mentioned that make us want to quit often overshadow the truth and the reality. And the reality is we have all been given an incredible opportunity to start businesses, to reach people with a service or a product that's going to enhance their lives, to promote our companies freely and with ease, sometimes through social media and our website. And in the last 37 days of this year, I want you to do everything in your power to end on a high note, to close out the year in a way that you can be proud of and in a way that's gonna set you up for an incredible 2022, because who doesn't want that, right? I am an Enneagram 3. I'm sure I've mentioned that a time or two on this podcast, and I'm somebody who is constantly inspired to start something new. Um, It's really easy for me to wanna throw in the towel when I'm no longer excited by something, and I will think to myself, oh, I'll just stop doing this so that I can start doing that. And maybe you are like me in this way. Maybe you are a starter and not a finisher. I think that's pretty characteristic of an Enneagram 3, but I love like the new year goal setting. I love that. But when my mind wants to run to January 1st and think of all the new things that I want to start, I need to take inventory of what I've already started and what I have yet to complete. And I need to really focus on finishing well. This trait of being a starter and not a finisher, it served me well in some ways. It served me well as the visionary of my business and um, you know, helping me come up with new ways to change how we do things, make it better, do it different. Uh, but it is definitely my fatal flaw when it comes to finishing well. And I recognize this in myself. And around this time last year, I wrote down on a note tab in my iPhone, because that's where I pretty much store all of my little nuggets and thoughts. Um, But I wrote down on a note tab in my iPhone that I wanted to focus on finishing. Like that was going to be, I'm not really one that does words for the year, but if I had a word for the year this year, it would be finish. (laughs) And I even put that word in all caps finish at the beginning of my planner that I use every single day, because that way when I would open up my planner to look at my to-do list for the day, I would be reminded to finish what I start. It just doesn't come naturally for me. So I have to constantly revisit and remind myself to complete the task at hand. So finishing well is so important. Um, And really, guys, it's important in life as well as it is in business because we are all going to go through ups and downs. We're all going to go through difficult things and trials, and maybe you're even in one right now. And having the ability to endure and to run the race set before us is going to produce character in us as entrepreneurs and as people going through life. It's going to strengthen us to make us stronger for all the things that we're going to face. And if this sounds a little bit familiar, it's because I'm pulling it straight from God's word, not my own. Um, There's a verse in Romans that says, We rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character, hope. And I think that is such a good reminder that trials and when things get hard, whether it's something, it might sound petty to talk about little trials that we face in our business and to even refer to them as trials. But the the fact is to persevere through things when they're not always easy does develop character and it does strengthen us. And that is really important. And here's the deal with finishing. It's not about how you finish. It's that you finish. This is pretty profound, so I'm going to say that again. It's not about how you finish, it's that you finish. 
I did an episode with my friend Michelle Charles Gustafson on showing up confident and defeating imposter syndrome. And she said that to me. Uh, this was just a couple of months ago that I interviewed her. And really that stuck with me because she, what she was saying was that, you know, the fact that maybe we didn't finish the way we wanted to is really not so much the issue. The fact is that we finish in one way or the other, we learned from how we finished. We saw that result and then we're able to get that data. And that is going to change us, right? It's going to make us smarter one way or the other. And I thought that was really profound. And I'm trying to let that sink in and let that actually affect the way that I run my business and my life. Because I think a lot of times we avoid finishing something because we think we already know the outcome. And we're like, oh, I'm just going to avoid getting that outcome altogether. And I'm not going to finish. I'm going to go do something different. But if you quit before the finish line, how do we know? How do we know that maybe we would have had a better outcome? Or let's say that we do have the bad outcome. Really the only way to prevent that from happening again is to learn from what you did and to do things differently. Finishing, whether you see the outcome as a win or as a flop, is always a teacher. And I think some of the most profound life lessons that we've all learned have probably come from what we would call failures or flops in our life and in our business. Those are the ones that we actually really study and think, oh my gosh, like why did that happen? I don't want that to happen again. And through that, through the evaluating the result and kind of figuring out why it happened, that's where we gain that expertise and that um, kind of that know-how to do things differently down the road. So don't be afraid to finish because you aren't finishing on top. I think as entrepreneurs, social media often causes us to have our eyes on so many different people and we can't help but compare ourselves to them or to their business. But the reality is we actually need to finish at the bottom in order to strengthen ourselves and to come back stronger so that we can be one or maybe 10 steps ahead when we look back on this year at this time next year. I read a quote by Gary Ryan Blair, and this is probably in like every gym that you've ever worked out at, but it says, many will start fast, few will finish strong. And Gary's the author of the book, Everything Counts, and he is often referred to as the goals guy. And I'm really not sure what he was referring to when he said that quote. I don't know if it was athletics. I don't know if it was business, but doesn't it relate to entrepreneurship? Many will start businesses fast, few will finish strong. I can think of probably 30 friends from high school and college who started businesses, but I can probably only count maybe 10, maybe, who have stuck with it and really built something sustainable. And I think that the difference is two things. I think it's perseverance and a commitment to the mission. So the few that finish strong, they're willing to push through the mental ups and downs of owning a business. Um, one of the biggest ways that I see this applied in, in my own business, in my own life, the reason I'm able to keep going, is being able to separate a personal attack from just an opportunity for improvement. A lot of times when we start businesses, any sort of negative feedback or criticism is all of a sudden this personal attack and it kind of crushes us and we shrink back into ourselves and we don't want to keep on going. But a good entrepreneur is able to look at any sort of criticism, any sort of negative feedback, and use it as an opportunity to make things better. And that might even be having a bad result from finishing something and not getting the outcome that you wanted, but being able to look at that and not seeing it as a personal failure, but just seeing it as like, hey, that strategy didn't work, let's try a new one. So I do think perseverance is really important um, in finishing well and in actually making it as an entrepreneur. And the other thing that I mentioned was commitment. 
At the end of the day, you will never finish something well without being wholly committed to the mission behind it. And if you're toying with the idea of quitting or maybe just not finishing strong, you need to go back to your why. And maybe your why isn't powerful enough. Maybe you hear people talking about their whys all the time on podcasts like mine or on other similar podcasts. um, And you're like, yeah, you know, my why is just like, I started this business because I hated my job and I really wanted something different that would give me a little bit more freedom. But if that why is no longer powerful enough for you, you might need to think about what your new why is going to be in the new year because you're going to need a strong motive to push you forward when the exhaustion and the mental defeat kick in. So are you going to be one of the many who start or are you going to be one of the few who finish? I know that I want to be in the category of finishers and not only finishers, but ones that finish well. So let's talk about how to make this happen. Uh, What does it look like to finish well as a business owner at the end of the year? I came up with five things and I'll break each one down a little bit, but the first is just revisit your why. I just mentioned this, but I think it's really important to have a powerful why that creates impact, all right? It needs to impact your life and it needs to impact other people's lives. So if my why at Brandwell was just because I wanted to have flexibility and I wanted to be home with my daughter more than instead of having to put her in daycare and go to a nine to five, that's a really strong why. Like that one, actually, I think the impact is there enough to make that why be powerful enough to keep me going. But my motive is 10 times stronger now because not only is my why impacting my life, like I love the life that I live, I love working from home and being home with my daughter, but I also love that I'm impacting other people's lives. The people that we serve at Brandwell are so much like me. They're excited, they're young, they're starting businesses, they want to see their business succeed, they're trying to take it to the next level. And Our business is helping them do that. And I get to see people really scaling their businesses by, you know, getting these brands and websites that can power them. And it is thrilling to me. So I have a why that impacts me. Like I have the lifestyle that I've always wanted because of my business. But also because of my business, I have the ability to impact a lot of other people's lives. And that is the why that keeps me going. So revisit your why. If your why maybe started as just wanting some flexibility or just getting a way out of a job that you disliked, you might need to figure out a new why that's gonna give you the motivation that you need to keep on going. Number two, adjust your vision. If you set goals at the beginning of the year that you are not going to hit, you don't stop reaching for them. You just need to adjust your vision and maybe look back at why you didn't hit the goal and then set a new and realistic goal for yourself for the remainder of the year. And by realistic, I still want it to be ambitious. Like you still want it to be something that's going to stretch you a bit, but also something that you know if you put your focus on it, you can do it. I think what's really important about adjusting your vision is that if we set a goal and we don't hit it and we just leave it at that, we're going to be frustrated and there's going to be a feeling of defeat that sets in. But if we see, okay, I set this goal, I didn't hit it. If we actually pause and take some time to figure out why we didn't hit it, that's going to give you a lot of data. Again, that's going to make you stronger in the new year and it's going to help you set those realistic and ambitious goals moving forward. So for me, if I set a goal and I don't hit it, I like to look back and see, okay, what did I do wrong here? Let's just say the launch of the template shop. If I had a goal, and this is true actually, guys, I had a goal of how many templates I wanted to sell in the first week during my pre-sale. 
I did not hit that goal. And that was really frustrating to me because if you listen to the year in review from last year, one of the um, the biggest setbacks and kind of like flops I had in my business was the template shop launch of 2020. And I now I'm already way more pleased with how this year is going with this launch, but I didn't hit a specific goal that I set for the pre-sale week. And What I did, rather than just being super frustrated, I maybe let myself be bummed out for like 15 minutes, (laughs) but then I went and I said, okay, what did I do? How many people did I have on my wait list? How many emails did I send to them? What incentive did I give them to buy? And how many times did I remind them like, hey, the offer is ending? And sometimes things are just basic math, you know, and if I looked at the percentage of how many people would have needed to purchase off of my email list, I think the percentage was actually a little bit too high from what normal conversion rates look like. So I didn't live in the defeat. I looked at it. I realized, okay, if I want to sell this many templates during a pre-sale week next time, I need to have X amount more people on my wait list in order to do that based off of statistics and basic math. So it's okay to adjust your vision and set new goals, even if it's still for the same year. If you had a goal that you wanted to hit by the end of 2021 and there's just no possible way you're going to hit it, set a new goal and hit that one. All right, number three, don't attach yourself so much to the outcome as much as you do the finish line. This is kind of what we talked about earlier in the episode where it's not how you finish, it's just that you finish. But it is really important that you're not attaching yourself so much to the outcome and you're really just you know, take pride in the fact that you finished. I take pride in the fact that I launched a stunning Squarespace template shop with six beautiful templates, my first ever online course. I take a lot of pride in that. And maybe I didn't sell as many templates as I wanted to in that first week. I still know that I finished something that was not easy to do. And my designers helped me so much and we were creative and I learned a lot from it. And I know that over the course of the year, as we do um, other promotions for it and different sales, it's going to do really well. And I know it's going to be an asset to my business. So I'm not focusing so much on the outcome as much as I am the fact that I finished and I did it. Number four, plan for the future. Without a plan, nothing will work. And you have 37 days, my friend, to sit down and plan for what you want 2022 to look like. Here's why I think this is so important. Everybody is able to start off a new year strong. We're all excited when the calendar starts over and it's like this clean slate for our businesses and in life and for fitness and health and all these different things that we want to kind of have a fresh start on. But if you don't go in with a game plan, you're probably not gonna make it very far before you crash and burn. And I know that sounds like tough love, but it's just true. And I see this in myself over and over. The goals that I set that I don't hit are usually the ones that I didn't have a game plan for. You don't want January 1 to roll around and you start the new year already feeling behind, like you're scrambling to keep up and you know create a strategy and a plan that's going to help you grow your business this year. You want to go in confident, ready, excited for day one because you have a whole game plan mapped out of what the year is going to look like for you and for your business. These last two months at Brandwell, not even really this last month, um, at the time I'm recording this, it's it's only the beginning of November, but these last two months uh, for us at Brandwell are really just focusing on finishing all of our projects that are currently going on and planning for what is to come. I'm not launching anything new. I'm not doing anything outside the norm. I'm just trying to finish well and make a clear game plan and strategy for how we're going to approach 2022. Number five, find your people. This is arguably the most important. I have never met a single entrepreneur who succeeded without somebody in his or her corner cheering for them 
Personal motivation is huge, but external encouragement is necessary when that personal motivation starts to dwindle a little bit uh, because our personal motivation is going to ebb and flow. That's just life. But having other people in your corner that are rooting for you, that can remind you of your why when you forget it, um, that can give you ideas and advice and mentor you, that is going to be critical to your success as an entrepreneur. You need people in your corner, so find them. Ideally, you want to have some people that are actually in your life that you can talk to face to face and interact with often. But if you don't have that, if you're in a community where you just feel like you don't have a lot of driven friends or ambitious friends, I was there a few years ago and I had to go online. I had to start a mastermind group and I invited some of my friends who didn't even live in my state, but I invited some friends who had businesses of their own who I knew were hungry to learn and to grow. And we started a mastermind and I went on to do that mastermind for almost three years and it was amazing and now I do have a lot of people in my life right here which is awesome because I get to meet with these people in person and we get to hang out and we get to you know spur each other on through text messages on a weekly basis and that's been awesome but find your people make sure that they are in your corner cheering for you because that is really going to help you finish well as an entrepreneur. I hope that this podcast encourages you. Really, I hope that I can be one of those people for you, you know, through this podcast and, you know, me popping in your AirPods on a weekly basis. I hope that, you know, I'm one of your cheerleaders encouraging you to keep going in your business and giving you ideas of how you can better promote and scale your business. But find your people, go back, revisit your why, adjust your vision if you need to, set some realistic goals. Don't attach yourself so much to the outcome as you do the finish line and plan for the future of your business. I hope that you loved this episode of the Brandwell Podcast. If you want to finish the year strong with a new website, we are running a huge Black Friday sale. So head to brandwelldesigns.com if you wanna check that out. Until next time, keep branding well. I'll see you in the new year. Thanks for tuning in to the Brandwell Podcast. If you're a side hustler or creative entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, subscribe to the podcast so we can continue to cheer you on week after week by providing practical advice on how to grow your business. For show notes or to learn more about what we covered in today's episode, head to brandwelldesigns.com. Until next time, keep branding well.